0: G'day everyone and welcome back to Measure Twice Cup once here on YouTube and we are also across all the uh, popular uh, podcasting streams so make sure you check us out and uh, perhaps think about subscribing and oh, always leave us a comment uh, on our shows. I'm Dirk from Sumo's Projects both on YouTube, Instagram and Facebook and uh, joining me uh, from his, uh, I don't know, skiing adventure in the Rockies Uh Coming back recently with uh, one and only Chris Urich. G'day, mate.
1: Hey, g'day, Dirk. Yeah, it was um, pretty cold up there in the um, my mind. I didn't go skiing. I couldn't. I couldn't ski to save me life. The hell, are you talking about. Um, now, I guess the eagle-eyed uh, viewers of ours will uh, realise that um, that we're not sitting next to one another uh, in this episode, and I've got to tell you why. Um, I think it was that. Um, egg and baked bean salad that Dirk had the last time he was down here that um, sort of made me want to not be next to him if you get my drift. But uh, here we are for episode 16, and um, what are we going to talk about today, Dirk?
0: And yes, Chris, uh, seems like you did get my drift and, uh, you know, you started to drift away and... uh... (laughs) I do like, I like to bake beans, but I don't think, uh, no, it wasn't
1: too bad a repercussion. <laughs> Are you uh, kidding? I still can't go into the workshop.
0: Uh, that's right. That's why I like listening to Smokey and the Gang, you know. <laughs> oh,
1: right, right.
0: Um, Chris, mate, it's uh, once again, it's been busy times for me. I've been flat out like a lizard drinking. Uh, I got uh, commission work to make uh, about 36 platters, and I'm about 24 into it. And, um, uh, going well on that also trying my best to get the Carl Pope, uh, make a chair challenge and, uh, yeah, just other work as well was a real job. Um, and, uh, yeah, so busy, 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 busy time. So, uh, before we mentioned a little bit about our giveaway, what have you been doing, mate?
1: Oh uh, yeah, Dirk, um, I've been out in the workshop, um, when I'm not at work, obviously I've been out in the workshop, um, still Still feng shuiing. I've got I've got a lot of stuff to get. I've I've gotten rid of a lot of stuff, but I have still got a few things uh, that I need to sort out. You know what I'm going to keep, what I'm going to get rid of. Um, I've all, already started buying um, like the the plywood sheets and the uh, the four b twos and everything, so I'm to make my wall and put up the new wall. So everything's starting to starting to come together. Um, I'm going to be making the wall first, and I'm going to go into the cabinets. Make the cabinets, you know, for the uh, the mitre source station and everything, and so there's there's work work a plenty. And plus, I've still got a few projects I got to finish as well. I just hope the people that uh, that I'm doing these projects for are, are as patient as I am. Um, but uh, yeah, that's just what I've been up to. What about your good self? Yeah, mate, as uh,
0: busy working, uh, it's looking forward to the end of the year. to have a break. Uh, yeah, I'm making um, all these platters up, so I'm. Two-thirds of the way through that, 24 made, uh, customers happy with them. <clears throat> and I'm going to try to be uh, finishing my chair for Carl Pub's uh, chair-making challenge, which is uh, ends this uh, very soon. Um, <clears throat> and also just life in general is good, mate. Uh, beautiful weather at the moment. So it's, uh, you know, the time of year where we can enjoy our, you know, sort of still outdoors before it gets too hot. But uh, yeah, no, it's all good.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, what's our
0: uh, what's our topic for the day? Uh, we're going to be talking about project management and uh, what project that entails. Management. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what's but, a um? what how we get into that? All right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, Chris, we're having a giveaway. Yeah. So, um, now we've had some very decent folks. Uh, Uh, Leave uh, some coupons, vouchers, and uh, I would like to make mention of them. Uh, Nathan from Hammaroo, who's uh, up in Queensland, he's uh, donated a $200 voucher. Um, I know, amazing. Uh, Timbercon have two $75 vouchers available as a giveaway. And also the good folks at Total Tools have a uh, gift card, as well as a couple of stubby holders, which is going to be good for uh,
1: the the time And the uh the the shirt. shirt. Yeah. 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 So
0: thank you very much. Uh and uh we we have a question to ask the uh audience, Chris. So it's not Mm. gonna be a hard one, is it? You you designed this one. What is it? Did
1: I? I I came up with it, did I? All right. Um the question that I think we're gonna pose everybody, and they need to um uh they need to answer it correctly. Uh in in this video. Because uh, yep. we're going to be choosing them from the comments on this video. So, the question is In what episode did we discuss mental health? So, if you want to phone a friend or
0: do 50 50, it's up to you. Yep. But just get the yep. right answer and we'll pick your name out of a hat to see who gets some of those great prizes, Chris. For sure. For
1: sure. I think everybody. Right. but we we should also mention that um, the competition, unfortunately, is only open to Australian residents. Yep. Um, because uh, well, the gift cards and everything we can send them to wherever they are in the world, but um, they're not going to be able to use them. So um, yeah. unfortunately, it's it's only open to Australian residents at this stage. Maybe the next one we come up with, um, we'll be able to include the uh, the rest of the people around the world. But uh, it is what it is. So. Right. Having said all that, let's get into the main topic.
0: Yeah, project management and uh, the things that it entails, Chris. It's uh, when, when we mention the whole, uh, you know, go through the theses of what we're talking about today, it's practically to do with uh, how you get about to design a project, uh, what tools you, do you use, um what processes and what thought patterns do you uh try to utilize and then you know eliminate the good from the bad as far as uh then choosing you know how, how you're going to actually make the thing you're making um which you know like we we all do it different and um along the way like i know you've learnt new skills in that domain whereas i've practically remained uh you know doing it the way i do it but um chris you kick it off how you basically uh determine how you're going to Take, tackle a project well
1: um the way i well i was i was like you um and i'm, I'm gonna say like uh you, you know dale wacky woodworks yep. he's uh, off the cuff series uh i was pretty much the same i'd go you know what i want to make a stool and then just go out to the garage and, and uh cut up timber and screw it together and hopefully it all fits right um but you get older and you get wiser and you you, you look at these things. And I've since um, learned how to use a program called SketchUp. Now, the, the learning curve on SketchUp, for someone who doesn't know um, that side of things and you know, how to architecturally draw something, um, SketchUp was the learning curve was unbelievably steep. I couldn't even draw a box on that program. I couldn't I couldn't for the life of me work out how to make a box on that uh, in that program. <clears throat> but I stuck with it. Um, YouTube is my friend in this case. I, uh, I, I must have looked at a million YouTube videos on how to do it all. Um, and finally, 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 I started to get the hang of it. Now, uh, whenever I – like with uh, my garage rebuild, I've drawn all my cabinets that I'm going to do. Um, you can even import um, the Bosch miter into SketchUp, the picture of it, and it's it's scaled to the to the right size, so you know I can picture where it's going to go. Um, I've even uh, imported my table source. I've, I've placed that in the workshop, so I know everything's to scale. I know where everything's going to fit, and it's fantastic. So by the time I get out there and actually start, you know, cutting timber and all that sort of thing, I'll have a very very good idea of um, of how much material I'm going to be using. Number one, uh, and um, and how much space I'm going to be using up, you know, with uh, with, with, uh, with all the cabinets and everything. It's Look, SketchUp for me is a great program. I, I've fallen in love with it. It's really, really good. Um, I don't know. Have you ever given it a go? Have you tried it out?
0: Uh, Chris, SketchUp is something I don't know if you've seen uh, one of my videos uh, a few videos ago where I used SketchUp. Uh, it was basically a notepad and a pen, sometimes a pencil. that's about the extent of uh, computerized or, you know, aided aided drafting that I've done. I have seen, uh, like, a lot of people use it, and to me it seems like something that's, uh, you know, it's it's got a lot of uh, bonuses going for it because it's, uh, as you said, it's very precise. Um, I must admit, I come from a a sort of different view. I'm a visual person, and... From what I see on YouTube, as you mentioned, I I tend to get a lot of uh, traction out of just the, um, you know, scale of a a project and also the uh, the way it's put together by viewing how other people do it and then thinking about it and trying to make it uh, in my own way. Um, I'm not a furniture maker, elaborate furniture maker, or anything like that. But um, with the tools at hand, I, I, I try to, you know, at least make something. A little bit of a replica and if I think yeah, I can put a, a bit of a niche on it I'll you know try to emphasize that but um yeah so I, I do also like uh working off plans uh, as long as they're in metric uh, mm. <laughs> which uh yeah, we don't have too much suffering with if, we, if they're not um yeah so you know as, as you said I'm, I do like YouTube um I'm a subscriber to Australian Woodsmith which I find is a really good magazine and some of their projects, there we go, the new edition. Yeah. So some of their projects and professional tips in there are just uh, are really really good for you know the any any grade or level of woodworking. So uh, th- see the magazines, they're a good thing, aren't they, Chris? So yeah, uh, they sort oh. of.
1: Actually, this one only landed today. I haven't even taken it out of the plastic cover yet. So let me, let me just do that. But uh, I know I know what you're saying with. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm very much a visual person as well. If I if I see something, or I see somebody doing something, I can usually follow and do that myself. But the reason I um I started learning SketchUp is because um, a customer of mine wanted me to do a, an entire uh, walk-in robe for them, um, and that was just one of those projects where unless you had um you had everything down, so you wouldn't know how much material you're going to use. So I, I knew. Basically, after I did all my um, all the drawings and everything, I knew how many sheets it was going to take to make the drawers. I knew how many sheets it was going to take to make the uh, the sides of the cabinets, the shelving, and everything like that. And it gave me a clear idea of, of how much material I needed to buy. And that's the only reason I uh, I started. I mean, if I have to make just one or two um, cabinets, I'll just buy four or five sheets and go and go to town on it. You know, that's, that's the way I was. But um, because this was a, a pretty big uh, project. Um, I, I felt it necessary to learn how to use SketchUp. So um, good program, good program. And, yes, these, these magazines are fantastic as well. A lot of tips and tricks in here.
0: Yeah, and, um, you know, I, I think that's based off the uh, Woodsmith US uh, magazine, but it's it's tweaked to uh, accommodate, for, you know, our, our style of uh, measurement and being metric and also uh, there's, you right? know, yeah, and there's uh, you know, from Australian makers having articles in there, so that's that's really great. Um just you know, like one of the things I think, Chris, is uh I I can see where SketchUp will actually save you a lot of money and time. Um whereas I I've tended to just measure stuff and write it down on a bit of paper. And that's 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 not a correct science. It it, it you're always left to just having to rely on buying that extra material or you run short and then your, your day's sort of not off to a great start, you know. Um, whereas you you can get your cut list, you know how much you've got to spend, it's in the van, uh, you get it home and you cut it and, you know, uh, life's good. So I, I, well, I can see that has a lot of merit.
1: Yeah, look, there's there's nothing wrong with the way you do things. I mean, uh, I, I personally, I can't draw to save my life. If someone put a gun in my head and said, "You yeah, draw a square," I'd probably end up with a bullet in your head. But um, but that's that's the way I did things for the longest time. You know, I, I, it's, it'd be a, like a rudimentary picture of of what I wanted. You know, like for example, a stool. I wanted to make a stool, um, so I, I'd, I'd it'd be. I reckon a three year old could draw a better picture of a stool than I could. Um, but it gave me an idea of what I had to make. Um, then I'd, I'd sort of. Uh, in my head, make you know, like oh, I want to make it this wide, I want to make it this long and uh, this high, and blah blah blah. And I'd go through and go through all that process. And, and like you said, I'd, then I'd run down to the nearest um bunnings or you know timber shop and either not buy enough timber or buy too much timber. And um, it just it was hit and miss all the time. SketchUp takes that guesswork out of it, you know. There's um, I don't look, I don't want this to be an episode on um, you know, the the. The, the greatness of SketchUp because, look, it is a great program, but I'm just sort of trying to give you, like, a perspective of how I used to do it and how I'm doing it now. So, but that's, um, yeah, the, the the way I used to do it was was really hit and miss, you know, sometimes. And, like, I'd, I'd, I'd want to make a, a stool and I'd end up making a table.
0: One of, one of the things I've done, if I've had to make a, say, say you're making a customised, which a lot of people do for people who want, you know, a specialty Sized uh, project, uh, be it a coffee table, whatever. Um, I'll try to get a photo taken of the area it's got to go in, and my measurements are then written down on a on a notepad. And I try to roughly sketch of uh, you know how it's um, going to fit into the space firstly, and then s- s- the second part of that, I, I-, I try to look at the uh, all the other elements of all right now. I've got to design this, and or just see how the people want it, and that's that's a difficult part because uh, you know your project, uh, how you want to detail it in your own mind, but if you're doing something for someone who's paying you, they're going to tell you one way, and then they'll change their mind fifteen times. So you've got to sort of grab it at the start and run with it, and you know, say, "I'll see you when well, it's
1: finished." Yeah, that, that's that's what happened in this case. Um, I was I, I drew up this this cap. Going by what they wanted in the first place. I I drew up this thing in SketchUp uh, and I loaded it all up onto my laptop and hightailed it down to their house to show them the picture, you know, and, uh, oh, can you change this? Can you make – we don't need quite so many of these. or We need more of this. And so, you know, it was a total – wrote down everything they wanted me to do, come back home, load the whole thing up again, redraw it, and, and go from there. So that was probably, you know, two or three times that that happened and i I shuddered to think if if I didn't have um sketchup, what a nightmare that project would have been yeah uh, I, it helped it helped a lot
0: yeah and I know the particular project that you're working with so um I, I can see where in theory it's really uh handy you know a bit of software um mm. the, the other thing chris you know we, we we've sort of we're sort of retracing on a a few of our earlier episodes and bringing them forth into uh, the whole aspect of project management, Um, repetition work. So one of the things that I think I rely on are templates, uh, jigs and, yeah, jigs and templates, Um, because as I was doing this, uh, you know, multiple uh, platter job for the customer, if I didn't have the template, I wouldn't be able to trace everything out the same and, do me cutting you know to profile then so i think that's imperative and and, and it's such a great necessity to be able to <laughs> have a continuous workflow because otherwise you're just second guessing yourself you know and, and you can't really trace off from one thing you've cut out straight away onto another because there's all the other detail around it to you know you got to profile it you got to sand it you got to get it right but uh yes
1: so do you do you sort of work to that formula as well Oh, very much so. Um, jigs, I love jigs because it uh, it helps. It's um, it helps you get repetitive results or consistent results each time. Um, yeah. And I'm with your with your serving platter, you know, look, it's it's probably there's probably not a lot of uh, design into it. I mean, it's it's probably fairly straightforward cutting there, but um, but you want to get them all looking the same because they're all going to the same place, you know. And um, it, once you get your foot your template right. And you've got a decent router with a uh, a flush trim bit on it. Bob's your uncle. You you, just, you go to town on it, and uh, and I reckon it cuts your uh, your work time down by heaps, heaps. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: just um, and I, I think you know, like whilst my project's easy, it's something that uh, is something that's in need. I I, I really enjoy the time of following a line on a bandsaw and it gave me a lot of practice to uh just just improve on the techniques i'm using as far as getting things correct but yeah so just going back to the template side of things i i think it's um you know even um to make a template and print something out off your printer and then glue that onto a work surface uh, and follow profiles around to get the final you know impression of what you're making that's always a a good fun thing to, you know, challenge yourself with. For Have sure. you done that?
1: Oh for sure. For sure. I I um I always challenge myself with like like with uh with my pens and everything, you know. I always try and get better and at, at doing them and quicker and um trying to find um uh, easier ways to get the bits and pieces, like my my jigs that I made to um to cut the blanks down. Uh and I even made my own um molds and everything so i can do uh, uh epoxy work you know the resin work and everything it all it all um it all plays into it you know like the, the more stuff you can you can do to make your life a little bit easier I and mean, we go back to our, our jigs uh episode you know It just i i find it a lot of fun I, you know sometimes more fun to make the jigs than it is to actually do the job but anyway we we're getting off topic here uh, dirk the um I think templates is a good way to go. If you're going to be one of those blokes where you're going to make, um, say, for example, let's just take a hypothetical, you're going to make a little footstool, you know, for, for the bathroom or something, and you're going to be making 100 of those, you'd be absolutely crazy not to make yourself a template of all the bits and pieces of it. Otherwise, you know, you're going to be measuring and cutting and, and sanding each one of them, and, um, and it's going to take you so much longer to do it. So you, I think um, in the, the project management side of it, you need to look ahead of that. You know, like, you you know you're going to make these things. How am I going to – what am I going to do uh, to make that job easier for myself and get the thing out a lot quicker? So – and that's, yeah, that's what, exactly that's what I think your templates work really well.
0: Exactly right. 100% agree. So another, another uh, important part of your project management, Chris, I'll just broadly use that terminology, is your time management and i think that's one of the hardest things uh to include in from start to finish of a project now it entails a lot of thought like how much material as we've spoken about um and how we're going to establish a jig for it have you got a jig all right you're ready to go um and then that leads into your workflow yeah, workflow is something, you know, it, it, it's nothing to be laughed at because it it is certainly going to be the difference between saying I'm taking this on, and I need to get it finished by that day. But if I don't follow the whole process and procedure of good time management, I'm I'm going to not get it done. And um, I've sh- I've fallen short of that a few times, so I always try to you know think about that initially and say to if it's for a customer or a family member, allow me so much time, and is that okay? So, mm. you know, that's one of the factors I I,
1: I consider you, yourself. Well, there's there's one word that you used just before uh, workflow. Um, and that's another reason why I'm rejigging my whole workshop because um, you know it, it's not it's not conducive to uh, to good workflow. You know, I'm always walking around this. I'm walking around that. If you're making something, you want to go from station to station to station, get it done, and by the time you get to the end of the uh, the line, like a production line sort of thing, I'm, I guess I'm trying to get to, by the time you get to it, you've got to finish product, you know. Rather than I've got to go over to my bandsaw over here, then I've got to go back over to the table saw, then I've got to come back to the drill press, and then I've got to go over there, I've got to move this out the way and workflow. And, and your time management might as well just go straight out the door because uh, you're wasting a lot of time doing that as well. Um, and that's again, that's why i'm I'm redoing my whole workshop, so to try and make it a more a more flowing uh, workflow uh, workplace, I guess.
0: Yeah, and um that's <clears throat> that's why you look at the uh, I, I think I, I think a lot of people set up their shops workshops in a perimeter. So the heart and soul is your table saw in the middle. and then around the perimeter, if you have the space, you have your bandsaws, your router table. If you've got those things, uh, your mitre saw station and, and you've got to sort of put it in a way All right, it's sequencing mode of, I'm going to cut something to profile first. And after that, I've got to go and sand it. And after that, I'm going to put a round over or an OG or, or whatever you want to do. And then you, the next step is your finishing process. So, you know, if you get that fluidity around your own workshop, you're going to start to feel comfortable, uh, doing, doing whatever you're doing because, um, you know, it's
1: just going to work in your favor, and you're going to want to go out to your workshop and do it, Dirk. That's the main thing. You know, if you enjoy being in your workshop, then you're going to do. You're going to be a lot more productive, and um, and you'll have a better time at it. I think. Exactly,
0: Chris. And just one last thing, I, I like to uh, your costings and your quoting. Uh, make sure you don't underquote um, because you'll find you're going to lose out if there's if there's a mistake if there's, you have to go and buy more materials and, you know, all those sort of things. So always, I think if you allow two and a half times the cost of what you think the materials and your time is, you know, as long as it's going to be a, a, a good big project that the customer is going to be happy with, uh, I, I would go for that and get upfront payments or get at least half of that because some people will leave you in the lurch.
1: Oh, yeah, look, I, I've, I've done that as well. Uh, whenever I take on a, a project like that, I always ask for money for materials up front. Um, it's, it's not going to come out of my pocket because, uh, like you said, I'll, I'll be uh, I'll, I'll buy all the stuff and then they'll turn around going, nah, you know what, we've changed our minds. We don't want it. Mm-hmm. So then I'm stuck with all this material. Um, so what I do now is uh, I, I work out a cost of all the materials for the customer. This is what's going to cost you materials. I need that now so I can go buy it all. Um, and then you can just pay me for my labour later on. Um, and that's that's worked out. a lot. Of, most people are, um, are really uh, happy to do that, you know. Um, others sort of argue the point, oh, why should I have to pay for it? Well, because this has happened before and blah, 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 and oh, I don't want to go through it again. So that's, that's what it is.
0: Yeah, that's right. If you want a customised project, uh, pay for it. That's simple. Yep, for sure. Yeah. So I hope we've... Uh, touched on a few important uh you know scenarios here Chris on project management and what it's about so hopefully uh if you have a if anyone in watching or listening can have an idea of how they you know tackle these things uh, please let us
1: know in the comments down below I'm sure that um, we've only just touched the tip of the iceberg on this uh topic um, yeah, uh, yeah if, if people have uh, anything to contribute leave them in the, the comments below you know we'll, we'll definitely read them and and we'll go from there. But um, in the meantime, Dirk, what are we doing next week?
0: Next week's show is going to be an absolute ripper, the last one for the season, Chris. And uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll probably be back in uh, mid-January uh, with a whole new uh, host of ideas and things, you know, have a break and that. But we're going to have a special guest guest. Uh, her name is Hayley Pastel, and uh, she is aka Woodworking Mama on Instagram. Hayley is a very, very talented woodworker, Chris. wood turning, um, just general woodworking. Uh, if you haven't heard or seen what she does, uh, it's well worth going on to her Instagram ha- handle and uh, checking out all her work. It's absolutely magnificent. And uh, as well as that, we're going to be drawing the prize... Of uh, three winners are going to be pulled out of the hat, or however we're going to announce it. And Chris, I think I think you've got the uh, the you know you've got the hat at your place,
1: haven't you? Um, yeah. Apparently, um, we don't want to pull anything out of my hat. Which yucky. <laughs> but anyway, no, no. There's uh, that's that's why we uh, we 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 want everybody to uh, comment. Everyone that's just subscribed, we want them to comment. Um, because YouTube has its own um, uh, winner generator for a better word I don't know what it's called, but it generates a winner from um, only the comments on that particular video. so you, you really really need to answer the question correctly um, which episode did we uh, talk about mental health and uh, and you have to leave the comment um, in on the video otherwise we can't pick you. so um, with that, Dirk. Yes, uh, I think we've covered all bases today. What do you think? Anything else you want to add? Yeah, just quickly, please subscribe if you haven't already. That's
0: part of the uh, competition criteria. And a big thanks, you once again, to Nathan from Hamaru on Instagram. Check him out. Uh, Timbercon and Total Tools for being such kind hearted people. And Chris, there were other people who did want to throw in late, but uh, I had to turn them down this time. But next year, folks, we love that. That's community spirit. So, thank you very yeah. much, and we hope you've enjoyed Measure Twice, Cut Once so far this season. So we uh, yeah we
1: we'd, we really want to um, next year once we when we get back in we really want to take it up a notch, you know, and uh, yeah. and really really go to town, make the, the show as as good as we can make it. Too right, too right. So yeah. thanks everyone. Bye. No worries, Dirk. Uh, with that, I'm going to say bye for now. And I'm gonna say, hooroo.